Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Suckass rubbish writer. This week's plot so far is by Rose Parsons. Mm. Rapunzel is betrothed to a dirty old man by her father in return for some new carpets. Her twin brother, Rampion, is heartbroken and decides to commit suicide by hypothermia. Indoors, with a fat fire burning in the next room. This may seem impractical. But he did once use some ice to burn down a shed. <laughs> so maybe he's just really good at ice magic. <laughs> yeah. Rapunzel senses her brother's death telepathically and becomes consumed with rage. So, naturally, she spends her last month of innocence collecting spiders. <laughs> On the day of the wedding, Rapunzel finally puts her plan into action. She poisons the soup with spider magic, which kills almost everyone at the reception, thereby exacting her revenge on her parents and husband, whilst also ensuring she gets the massive cake all to herself. Mm, yum. However, housemaid and future raven-haired landlady, Mrs Fox, is fortuitously not dead, so Rapunzel gets all stabby and chases after her with a cake knife. Ah. Now, that was pretty good, comprehensive, but also a bit long, so here's a quick recap from Dominic Maniti. The plot so far. After Rapunzel was sold to the evil squire, her brother, Rampion, misses his sex sister so much that he snogs death. Ah. At the wedding, Rapunzel uses some spiders to poison all the guests, leaving only herself and Mrs Fox alive. So, Rapunzel has killed everyone in the world, and in this episode, we're going to discover the fallout mm. of that situation, because, uh, you know, it's pretty serious, right? Yeah. So a massive house full of dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably there's going to be big consequences for that action. It's not like it's not like you could just ignore that <laughs> and like move on quickly. No, you'd have to be a terrible writer. <laughs> you'd have to be a really awful writer yeah, if you exactly. assumed that that wasn't a problem. <laughs> that was just fine. You just yeah. just forget it, don't worry. Mm. Skip forward a few years. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to meet some new characters. Oh, good. There's going to be a scary lawyer, a spooky, slimy lawyer character called Mr. Greig. Nice. There's an expectant mother who speaks like this, just like all expectant mothers speak. Oh, oh I'm going to have a baby. Very right. good. And there's an expectant father as well. Oh, what voice are you going to do for him? I think I'm going to do Tom Baker Doctor. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, look at me travelling through time and space oh, in my TARDIS. Look, offering people jelly babies. Oh. Would you like a jelly baby? Oh, yes, a jelly baby. Oh, my God. A jelly baby, yes, okay. please. <laughs> Quickly fight that Dalek. Exterminate Doctor Who. No, I will exterminate you, Zeg. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to use Tom Baker, my excellent Tom Baker Doctor Who impression. Oh, looking uh, for For expectant father. Okay, let's get on with this week's episode, shall we, Howard? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. 
So Rapunzel has killed everyone except Mrs. Fox. Oh, no. So she's grabbed a knife Hooray. and she's chasing after her to finish the job. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've got a good feeling she's oh, going to do it. I think she's, she's definitely going to catch yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I don't see any, no. any reason why she wouldn't. Yeah, there's definitely, this movie definitely did not start with Mrs. Fox an being elderly, alive. An elderly Mrs. Fox. Telling the, this exact yeah. story. <laughs> no, no, I think she's, yeah. she's definitely going to catch Mrs. Fox. If we get a Mrs. Fox voiceover now, I think it's going to be, and then she stabbed me she to death. She killed me, right? in the face well well, I mean let's find out shall we okay Okay. cut to exterior rear garden we see the young Mrs Fox run from the chase and escape down the side (laughs) doesn't say the side of what but but the side (laughs) I escape with my life but the images shall never leave me she says Uh, this is Mrs Fox voiceover Exterior rear garden. Rapunzel stands in the centre of the ungrown maze by the fruit tree. She slumps down against its trunk and buries her head in her knees. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And buries her head, full stop. Yeah. La la. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's digging sound effects. (laughs) Yeah, Howard was also doing a great digging mime, Mm. but you couldn't see that. I could. I'm lucky in that respect. You are lucky. What are you saying? You are lucky. I thought you said I love you. Really weird. <laughs> is, this, is this the time? Is this the time Did. to be saying that? You disguised it. It's oh, like that yeah, olive yeah. juice thing, isn't it? <laughs> what olive juice? Oh, you say I love you, and then you say uh, you, you haven't have a glass of olive, olive juice there just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you say? Just olive juice. Olive, 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 olive juice. Is that a thing? So Rapunzel stands in the centre of the ungrown maze. By the fruit tree, she slumps down against its trunk and buries her head. In her knees. Dissolve two. Exterior, rear garden, day. The hedges of the maze are now shoulder high. That was a fast-growing maze, wasn't it? The garden has been somewhat abandoned by the dead gardener. (laughs) (laughs) He occasionally Uh, uses it. (laughs) When he's not being dead. I'm afraid I'm a bit busy being dead at the moment, Ashley. Stop complaining about me not attending the garden when I'm busy being dead. Many of the plants have died. Because they ate the soup too. (laughs) The spider's walking out of the plants. (laughs) Yeah. But through everything, the red berries of the trees still grow proudly. (sighs) Through the leafy labyrinth walks a female figure in black. In black. Black coal around her eyes and raven black hair with blonde roots. She is as near as one can come to looking like a witch (gasps) without wearing a pointy hat. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant bit of stage direction there, well done. Dear designer, costume designer, she is as near as one can come to looking like a witch without wearing a pointy hat. She's green, she's riding a broom. She's <laughs> trying to trying to, she's trying to get Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. Flying monkeys are following yeah. her. <laughs> she's got a cauldron. Got, yeah, she's under a house. She's round a cauldron with two other people that are like witches, but haven't got pointy hats. She gets her pointy hat out and puts it on. Oh no! <laughs> she says. Her cat gets on her broomstick and they fly to space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, witch, classic witch. She stops to examine a spider that sits in its dew-covered web. Should she get her, like, a magnifying glass out or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's mm, like, It's definitely a spider. Taking some notes. Uh, I've counted its legs. Legs, eight. Heads, twelve. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> On the wind, we hear the crying of a child. Milk. <laughs> That's what babies want. <laughs> yeah, they should cry. Milk. 
That's what they are doing, but they can't speak yet. That's what they mean. <laughs> the witch turns her... Oh, she is a witch now. The witch turns her head to the sound and then, with purpose in her step, exits the maze and heads down the side of the house towards the gates. Mm. Is the witch Rapunzel? It is, but she's a witch now, so she should have a different voice. Okay, she's got another witch voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello, I'm a witch. Yes, look at my pointy hat. Do you like my broom? It's my space broom. <laughs> I'm going to take my cat to space with it. Oh, wait, my pointy hat's not so pointy now. It's got this house on it. <laughs> So sweet little Rapunzel grew up to be an evil old witch. And many, many years later, in the Seven Ravens pub, Mrs Fox told the Grimm brothers about her evil exploits. And we're going back to her now to find out what happened next in the story. Like my mother before me, may she rest in peace, I had become the local midwife. And so it was to be the first time I'd seen Lady Valen since that day all those years ago. She didn't recognise me, of course, but she was too familiar to me. There was a fire within her eyes that I could scarce forget, something that could destroy a person if they should only look for too long. She got guns in her eyes. <laughs> Just sticking out of her eye holes. Doesn't pay to look at them guns too long or they'll shoot you. Cut to interior, bedroom, fable cottage, day. Fable cottage, where, is that where Rapunzel grew up? Mm. Okay. A young woman lays on the bed in the process of giving birth. The process of giving birth. Yeah. A stocky man holds her hand whilst Mrs Fox deals with the baby. Okay, so we've got expectant father. Is it a boy, Mrs. Fox? Please say it's a boy. I like boys more than girls. <laughs> Is it a boy, Mrs. Fox? Say it's a boy. Girl ones are rubbish. <laughs> I want a boy one. I want a boy. So it can it lift can things. Till the land. <laughs> I like tilling. Girls yes. cannot... Everyone knows that girls cannot till. <laughs> everyone knows. If you have a girl one... Then the squire will come and marry it. <laughs> and then spiders will happen. <laughs> but it's the ghost of the spire now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the spire. <laughs> the ghost oh, of the oh, You turned it to Zippy then. <laughs> oh, no. I said spire, I said squire. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Anyway, so yeah, the ghost squire turns up and marries your daughter. <laughs> yeah. And that's just, just haunting everyone's daughter. Yeah. Now, uh, Mrs. Fox says, Oh, sir, all in good time. I've only just got its head out. <laughs> Ugh. So they're having a conversation mid-birth. <laughs> Shut up! I'm yeah. giving, I'm delivering a baby. Just uh, stop banging on about whether it's a boy or not for five minutes. I know, you know that, like maybe, like you know, these are these are dark days before science properly at its uh, at its at its yeah, way yeah, with the yeah, world. Yeah, like, way with the world. But you know that penises aren't on babies' heads. <laughs> You should be quite fucking evident. You might want to wait until I've got its penis out (laughs) to find out if it's a boy or not. Okay, here it comes. Okay, it's a girl. (laughs) Since this is the 17th century and everything, you might first want to be concerned with whether it's dead or not. (laughs) Probably 80% of babies don't survive the birth. Oh, is my wife alive? Is my baby alive? Okay, check one, check two. All right, now I can ask if it's a boy or not, or if I have to hire a boy to till my land. (laughs) Um, Mrs. Fox cuts the umbilical cord. The father says, 
Will. <laughs> Does he? Will. <laughs> <laughs> because we chose to do him as Tom Baker Doctor. Had to so his second line, not only does it contain the word well, it is the word well. <laughs> there is nothing else. All he says is, Will. Yeah, yeah and he's just had a jelly baby. It's all set up. It's all perfect. <laughs> okay. Jelly is baby. my jelly baby a jelly boy or yeah, a jelly girl? That's what he should have asked. Is it a jelly? <laughs> what is it? Is it a jelly? <laughs> Uh, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a baby. Most people would ask, is it a boy baby? or a girl? <laughs> is it a boy, a girl, or a jelly? <laughs> so, the young couple in Fable Cottage have just had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, but they seem strangely concerned about whether or not it's a boy. Sexist. Let's find out what happens next. Mrs. Fox smiles at them as she hands the baby over. It's what you wished for. A healthy jelly boy. <laughs> so, sorry, baby boy. The parents are delighted and huddle together with their child. Suddenly, the witch enters the bedroom. <gasps> she sees their joy and frowns. Their boy, I think that should say. Yeah, it should, yeah. Spelt that wrong, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> It is a boy, mum. It is ours. The witch moves forward and checks. So the witch looks at the baby's penis, is what yeah. that, that direction should say. Mrs. Fox is frozen with fear. It is a boy. There is nothing you can do. The witch looks coldly at him. He steps back, scared of her. Perhaps, says the witch. Perhaps. The witch exits as suddenly as she arrived. There is general relief. Hello, I'm General Relief. Hello, I'm General Relief. I'm General Relief. This is, is my army. And this is private... <laughs> private tension. Yeah. <laughs> okay, i with that. There is general relief at her departure. The parents hold one another. Would you give us a moment alone? Mrs Fox nods and exits. The parents exchange a worried look. Interior, kitchen, fable cottage. Mrs. Fox enters to see the front door closing. Her eyes then rest on two goblets and a bottle of uncorked wine which sit on a tray on the table. Oh dear. <laughs> I wouldn't drink that wine. Is this? I wonder if that wine's got spiders in it. I think, I think it has. Now, um, a bottle of uncorked wine which sit on a tray on the table. The cork rolls slowly off the table. Mm. Drama. Cut to interior, bedroom, fable cottage. But what did she mean? Nothing, nothing. She was just trying to scare us. <laughs> she succeeded. I'm very scared now. Oh, dear, well, don't... don't be scared. Have a nice glass of spider wine. <laughs> that will calm you, you down. Uh, did you say spider wine? What? No, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. We're fine. There's nothing she can do. We fulfilled our part of the bargain. It's a boy. He's a boy. He's our son. Our son is our boy. A boy is our son. It he ham boy. <laughs> he ham boy ham. He ham okay. boy. He ham boy. She nods. They share a kiss. Doesn't say who they're kissing, but they no, share no. it. Yeah, I finished with it. Do you want to go? <laughs> yes, I'm going to kiss Zeg now. <laughs> Hey, stop kissing me! <laughs> stop it! Moments later, Mrs. Fox carries in the two goblets on the tray. Don't drink the goblets. They've got spiders in. I mean, a witch has just been to your house, yeah. right? For fuck's sake. Mrs. Fox, I know she didn't see them eat the soup, yeah. but she left the room yeah. when everyone was about to eat some soup, all right? She came back 
and everyone was dead. <laughs> it was a long time Ooh, ago. Oh dear. Either the it's, yeah, it's, it's, either it's, the soup was poisoned or magic things <laughs> happened. Okay, yeah, probably magic things, but Keep in mind that it might have been the soup. I agree it was a long time ago, but I reckon if there's one thing in your life you remember clearly, mm. it's that time when you left the room and when you got back, everyone was fucking <laughs> dead. All right, Everyone was dead with blood coming out of some part of their body. Yeah. All right? She wishes to know that like, it was to do with... like It was nothing to do with bottles of wine, was it? And also, the I think the point here is, is that... Um, so, like, she goes she goes out and like the door's just closing because the wish has just left, so she's obviously stayed a bit longer than like, yeah, yeah. No, we wouldn't believe. And the cork rolls off the table. She's but the like, wine's always been there. Oh, okay. So the witch didn't leave the wine. No, she's I thought just the witch had left it. the wine. I think she's just basically she's uh, just poisoned the wine. Poisoned the so wine. Like, she's like, oh, I must have opened that bottle myself yeah. and then forgot. I think what's happening is Mrs. Fox has put a, 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 co- put a cork, cork bottle of wine, yeah, and then it's uncorked, and she thinks, oh, well, that's good. Isn't isn't it? Nice of the witch, witch to, to open, open my wine, wine for me, yeah. save me some trouble. As long as she hasn't got any previous with poisoning things, I'll be fine. Yeah, exactly, and she hasn't. All right, but this—I mean, it's—it does seem because like she's not she's not in prison, is she? She's not in prison, no. But I mean, if you know, she's if you've got like if your brother, for example, oh yeah, as and you 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 know your brother has axe murdered three people. Right? I do know that. Yeah. All right, mm. uh, but he's not going to prison because you haven't dobbed him in, right? <laughs> right, but he, you know, but then one day uh, you're having a baby, right? And meanwhile, your brother comes in and says, I'm going to wax that baby. <laughs> I'm going to wax that baby to death. Yeah. You're like, no, no, you can't because it is a boy. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, yeah, that's true. I can only ax girls. All right, I'll be off now. Bye, bye. I'm going to buy milk. Right. milk. Yeah. <laughs> And then you go into the kitchen and there's a baby with an axe sticking out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, probably. That's probably dinner. <laughs> This is comfortable, yeah. right? That probably wasn't no, my brother. It's probably dinner. Yeah. I'll take... Okay, but it's axed baby for dinner. <laughs> Anyone want some axed baby for dinner? This makes no and sense. Then... <laughs> <laughs> so you... And they're like, yes, I... my favourite, axed baby for dinner. Mm, mm. Yum, axed baby. Yeah. Oh, what? Wait a minute. That's my baby. Oh, no, you axed my baby <laughs> today. And then I ate it. Mm-hmm. That's comparable, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, and. And. <laughs> and that is what's happened. Cool. So, what's happening here is uh, I've just made a really accurate and illustrative example that helped everyone to understand something. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Okay. I agree. Good. Uh, but in the story, the witch has just been to take the baby away. Ooh, right? meanie. But they've said, oh, you can't have it because it's a boy. Right. So the witch has gone, all right, fair enough, and she's left. Gone. No trouble. She's yeah. just gone away. And... Nicely, on her way out, mm-hmm. she opened that bottle of wine for oh. Mrs. Fox. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Fox like, oh, that's very nice of that woman. Oh, see she... how kindly she's opened this bottle yeah. of wine. Isn't that nice of her? Last time I saw her, she killed everyone <laughs> in the whole world. But this time, she's helping me do my job mm. by opening the wine for me. So Mrs. Fox picks up the wine, takes it through to the happy new parents. And she says... Oh, I'm sorry. I was just bringing you your wine. It's full of spiders. She brings the tray to them and they take the goblets. Mm. Thank you, Mrs. Fox. Will you not have one for yourself? Oh, no, thank you. They're full of poisonous. 
the spoilers. I can't, I'm afraid. I've got to survive to the future yeah. where I'm going to retell the story. It'd be a grandfather paradox if I do. Well, kind of. It'd be a grandfather parafox. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, Mrs. Fox mm. says, I could certainly use one. But no, 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 not for me, no. I have another appointment and it wouldn't do me well to roll up drunk. I've come to deliver your baby. That would, wouldn't it? That'd be bad. The midwife. Oh, the midwife's drunk. So, I mean, never got the sense that, that they were like in a city or anything. It always felt like this is the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how, how many babies get born on the same day in, like, <laughs> in the yeah. country. She's got another, got another appointment right next door. They're having a baby now as well. Yeah. Maybe her other appointment isn't to deliver a also, baby. It's one of her other jobs. It must be because you wouldn't make appointments to deliver babies. It's not like she, <laughs> Mrs. Fox can roll up at, like, at three o'clock and start inducing a baby. Oh, you've come. It's right time for your baby. Okay, I'm start punching you until the baby comes out. That's the best method we've got. Yeah, hold on a second. Hello, is that Mrs. Fox speaking? I, I'd like yeah. to book an appointment to have a baby, please. <laughs> Yeah, on the 23rd oh, of June. Well, I've actually got one in the morning, but I can do you in the afternoon if, you can, if your wife can <laughs> hold, hold on till then. Yeah, that sounds good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah I no, think so she, it must I think be she a just, different job. She does hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> Babies and hair, yeah. Mm. Well, as you said, I mean, you've got if If all you do is deliver babies, it's going to be a lot of time between your appointments in the middle of the forest where you yeah. live. I mean, it's literally one a year. <laughs> and then the, the witch comes and nicks it. Yeah, it's the same, because it's the same couple. Uh, um, I, I certainly use a drink, but no, no, not for me. I have another appointment, and it wouldn't do well for me to roll up dead. <laughs> oh, yes, that's a good point. What, what, what? Oh, nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The parents, baby between them, link arms together and drink. And dance up the yellow brick road. Yeah, and die. Uh, Mrs. Fox smiles at the pleasant family scene uh, of death. <laughs> cut to interior study, Century Chase. Oh, cut to the chase, yeah, why don't you? Cut to the, hey, cut good to the joke, chase, thank good, you. Good yeah. joke. Uh, where, where'd you come up with that? That's very good. I just uh, really got it, got it coming up with jokes. Just really got it coming up with jokes, yeah. okay, yeah. The witch, all in black, sits in an intricately woven wicker chair that resembles a spider web. Mm. She waits. A fly a walks in. <laughs> she wraps it in her web and then eats it. No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. So her, no, like, Jeff her, like, Goldblum ch- walks her chair in. is kind of like detached to yeah. like different parts of the ceiling. That'd forward. be good. And it, sometimes it catches Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, chaos fairy, chaos fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? It's Jeff Goldblum. That's what he's like, right? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while since I saw a Jeff Goldblum film, but I feel like now, if I watched one, I'd be disappointed if he didn't go, oh, chaos fairy, chaos fairy, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Just feel like you did. You're, you're, um, you're only catchy, on it, doing good impersonations. You used to take you ages to be able to, like, do yeah, what I did. I think I've just... Taught, taught what away. Yeah, what I've done is I've grand over a lot of practice, Mm. And a lot, you know, practice, repeat, repeat, repeat. Is I've just got good at copying you. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to do it anyone else, if I had to do a real impression, I'd be rubbish. <laughs> so the witch is sitting in a chair which resembles a spider web. She waits. Suddenly, we hear distant screaming. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that sounds like distant <laughs> woman getting involved in sexy scenarios. <laughs> Well, it doesn't say what kind of screaming. It could be sexy screaming, right? 
The witch stands and goes to the window. Witch's POV, Fable Cottage. Mrs Fox runs screaming from within, hitting herself all about her person as though she is covered in something unpleasant. The witch appears outside on the footpath to the cottage. She reaches the door and enters. Mm. Interior, bedroom, Fable Cottage. The parents lie dead. Tiny spiders walk about their bodies. The newborn baby cries. The witch enters wielding a knife. She stands menacingly over the baby boy. She's not going to cut the boy's wiener off, is she? And then then say he's a girl. Is that the plot of your horrible, terrible film? Okay. Exterior Fable Cottage. We suddenly hear the crying stop. The baby is so shocked at what just happened. (sighs) Excuse me, did you just... (laughs) Did you just chaff off my tallywhacker? <laughs> uh, what was I going to do? Yeah, okay. Use that for now. If you'd asked nicely, I would have stopped crying, all right? <laughs> I mean, my parents just died. That's how you t- shut babies up. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it bad enough that both my parents just died mm. and you had to cut my penis off as well? I mean, come on, bad enough day. Slow down. We suddenly hear the crying stop. Moments later, the witch emerges carrying a bundle. It is the baby's penis. <laughs> <laughs> No. She heads back towards the chase. Mrs. Fox, voiceover. Oh, he shouldn't have left the child there, but I was scared of her. And I was covered in fucking spiders. And and covered in spiders I had enough to deal with without going and getting flipping babies. Twice I had been saved by serendipity, and I had no intention of provoking fate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cut to interior, Seven Ravens, evening, 1624. William, Jacob, and Fitch sit by the fire. Who's Fitch? Is he the scribe? Yeah. Okay. And he's not allowed to speak ever, right? No, fuck him. So then, she killed the child? No, sir, she did not. She did something much worse. Yeah, you know what she did. Then killing a child, she killed two children. No, through all the children. She killed all the children in the world and then ate them. Without a word of a lies, sir, she took a knife and she cut the baby's tongue from his little mouth to silence his crying. There you go. See, she didn't cut his penis off. And then... <laughs> sir, why, oh, and word. why, I cannot tell you, she took her knife to that which made him a boy... And removed his sex, sir. She castrated the child. Right, yeah. Okay, so it is worse than I thought. Because <laughs> I, thought I thought she was going to cut his penis off, but she cut his tongue out as well. Yeah, but that's because he's alive now, at least, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, at least he's alive, yeah. I mean, you can't do much. You know, can't, uh, can't talk. Can't get a job. <laughs> all right, all right, he can get a job. Yeah, he can get a job, he just can't get a blow he, job. He can till the land. And that's <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. important, isn't it? No, because he's a woman now. He can't till the land. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's how you till a land with your penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you strap, plow, plow, you strap a, a plow, plow a furrow and with, with your by, penis. By, yeah. um, by pulling yourself along on your belly. Because yeah, like, you haven't got horses in back in the day, so <laughs> you had to tie the thing to your knob. Horses are a, rel- a relatively recent invention, of course. Yes, yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. You're a sick, sick man. <laughs> You're a sick man, but You're a sick man. Can't believe you wrote a film script about cutting a baby's penis off. <laughs> it's, just, it's, uh, you know, it's autobiographical, you see. <laughs> From that time when you cut a baby's penis off. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, no, I've got a huge penis. That's one called Howard Long Penis. 
Yeah, yeah, we know that. Mm. And uh, no one ever like overcompensates with their name or claim what they claim, <laughs> what they claim to be or anything like that, do they? So it's definitely true of you. So the witch has killed the parents. Oh. Such a sad day. Such a sad day. And kidnapped the baby. Stole it. Basically stole the baby. But but she didn't want the whole baby. No, no, right? no. She's like, there's too much baby here. Way I'd too better much. trim it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remove a, a couple of the extra bits. These two mm. bits that stick out. Don't need them. So she cut off its penis and its tongue mm. for some reason. Yeah. And now, in the story, we're going to jump forward in time. Like a massive jump-in-time-travelling pig. Exactly like that, yeah. Because now it is six years later. We're at Century Chase, in the nursery, six years later. Close up, spider. It is knocked sideways by a giant hand. Then the room seems more lived in, less dust. E. In one corner, there is a large basket containing a blanket. The boy, now aged six, Mm -hmm. wears a dress. Mm -hmm. He sits on the floor, toying with a spider. He bats it about. The witch enters to find him chewing on the spider. So, if you don't want me to eat spider, I suppose you give me some dinner or something. Is that, is that a possibility? Maybe some sausages. Next scene. Interior study century chase. The witch sits at her desk. Opposite her sits a slick-haired Slick suited gentleman. He's slick, basically. He's covered in oil. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, just yeah. come out of an oil pit. Opposite her sits a slick haired, slick suited, slick penised gentleman. Mm. Despite his youth, his teeth are black like tar. More slick. Um, he sucks on a pipe. The cottage has been empty now for six years. I feel it is time to perhaps find new lodgers. Mm. The gentleman smiles a tarry smile. Is he going to have many lines? It looks like he's only got one line. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's in it quite a bit. He's, he's only got one line in the next few pages. I'm a bit evil. All right. It's good. I like it. I don't know how I'm going to remember. Of course, ma'am. It's good, though, isn't it? Yeah, I like that, yeah. The gentleman smiles a tarry smile. Of course, ma'am. He says, of course, mum, of course, oh yes, oh yes, oh yeah, that's a good thing, whatever you just said a minute ago, that was really good, yeah. <laughs> As he slowly establish... turns into Bruce Ford. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good game, good game, good game. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> okay, okay. No, he's just playing all the parts now. <laughs> of course, mum. Yeah, it will be a good game. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, us a, give us a twirl. <laughs> What? <laughs> Go on, give us a twirl, Amphia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of any. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. What a weird world it was when, in order to be a TV presenter, you needed a collection of catchphrases. That was a weird thing. That's, that's not true anymore, right? If you're like, <laughs> is that still true? If you, if you present a TV show, do you first have to organise all your catchphrases and your call and responses, or is that just a, an old thing now? I think that, no, I think that, like, it's part of the show rather than the compare, you know. I mean, he would say nice, no, nice, yeah. but but like with the sh- a lot of, often with Some the show, would come to the like, show, yeah. Like like let's bring on the wall, that kind of thing. What was that? I don't know. I've never seen it, but it's let's a show bring where on the wall. yeah, they have this wall that you have to like <laughs> jump through or over or something, and okay. it's like bring on the wall. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so I do believe you, obviously. Oh, yeah, but it so lying. sounds like you're making that up. Right? <laughs> it so sounds like you're being super dumb. Oh yeah, there's this TV show, right? Where they say, um, uh, quick, think of a thing, think of a thing. Uh, bring on a war. <laughs> yeah, what would they never do on TV? A uh, bring. Well, well, walls don't move, right? So uh, yeah, they say bring on a wall, yeah, yeah. and then I go, all right. They say bring on a wall, and then what happens? And you're like, um, uh, they do jumping. <laughs> Yeah, they bring on a wall to do jumping. It so incredibly sounds like the sort of thing you would make up as well. That is, it is. I mean, and I do believe you, but uh, I also feel like I shouldn't <laughs> bring on the wall. No one's ever said that. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's that other one, isn't there? Where... <laughs> yeah, super glue a penguin. Yeah, oh, you've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's my favourite show. Yeah, and then they do jumping next to a penguin. Yeah, super glue to a penguin. <laughs> Bring on the wall. <laughs> it's not our wall, it's the wall. Um, <laughs> Bring on a wall. Will be there. Just any wall will be fine. Uh, most of the walls are glued down, I'm afraid. Most of them seem to start underground, making them quite difficult to move. Yeah. Okay, bring on a chair. <laughs> I know I've got to do something. Bring on a chair. Okay, would you like to jump next to the chair? <laughs> why, am I doing, why am I doing this? We just haven't got a lot of ideas. Uh, to be honest, game shows have been a thing for a long time. And we've done cards, we've done darts, we've done like missing words, we've done Wheel of Fortune, you know. Mm. There's really not many ideas left. So we thought, bring on a wall. <laughs> and jump next to it would be a good thing but we, to be honest we didn't do enough preparation we didn't do a rehearsal so uh, or we did we did a rehearsal but we didn't bother using the wall in rehearsal we thought oh we'll just save that for the real thing turns out you can't move walls yeah. <laughs> they're very static things so uh, so we did a chair instead <laughs> well of course you got to spin the wheel that's probably a, a, yeah, yeah. a catchphrase there. probably is yeah like, like Jim Bowen Jim Bowen wasn't it wasn't a catchphrase of his to say, here's what you could have won. That was no, just yeah, like that a was catchphrase the show, of the show yeah. to say, here's what you could yeah, have won. Absolutely. Uh, can I have a pee, please, Bob? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was part of the show, absolutely. Mm. But also they did often, uh, those guys, that generation of kind of presenters and comedians, yes. also had their own catchphrases, which they'd take from yeah. sometimes from show to show as well, wouldn't they? Mm. Which is a weird idea now, the idea that as a personality you need a catchphrase rather than as a character. But, I mean, people like Paddy McGuinness still do that kind of stuff, right? Mm. But he has catchphrases, isn't he? And well, he's got a show where they have, again, particular, part of the show. particular things, so it okay. might be. But I've not really watched it. No, me neither. I've only heard people talking about it, so I'm kind of very second-hand aware of it. Fetch me the pig! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Doesn't he do a dating show with a load of women? Because that sounds really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know that could be taken the wrong way. Yeah. I think I don't think. Okay, that, bring out the pig. I think that I think that it, it's. Well, I, so I haven't seen it, but men. I think it varies. You oh, see, okay. there like loads of women picking a man, or loads of men picking a woman, isn't it? Hang on, <laughs> it's loads of women picking a man. Yeah. So they bring out fifteen women and one man, yeah. right? And the fifteen women pick. <laughs> You see how you've got it the wrong way around, yeah? No. <laughs> all like, he's all like, do you, do you want him on? Make your choice. You've got a choice between one man. Yeah. Right? Which one do you want? Uh, I guess we'll have man A. It's man A, I suppose. You've chosen man A. All right. All your, no, no. Of you all go and have a shag. Now, I know it sounds weird, but I, I, that is actually the plot of it. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Because, like... The women buzz themselves out if they're oh, really? not interested in okay. the guy, and then he's left with with, with, with the <laughs> ones who, who want him. Yeah. The ones who'll take anyone. Yeah, 
Because they think they maybe get to stay in the show, for, like okay. f- like in the way that um, like Deal or No Deal is. All oh, right. So, so maybe if they, they, if they bust themselves another out, another guy, the another guy coming out okay. and get to, get to do that guy instead. Okay, that's weird. Especially yeah. if the women really fancy themselves and they'll be yeah. like, well, I'll do better than yeah. this guy. And the guy's definitely going to want me, so and, I'll and hang out. Be, to be honest, I can do better than any guy who would be on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is not actually that much of an ego to believe that, is it? I can do better than the guys who do this show. Yeah, You don't have to be a massive egotist. But I think sometimes it's loads of men, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Should be, shouldn't it? It's a bit unfair if it isn't. Who knows? Especially on the... On the, um, the, the gay man version <laughs> well if it was just women on the gay man version yeah that that'd be that'd be kind of offensive yeah <laughs> all right which all you women get to choose a woman on our gay man <laughs> version of the show yeah. that's his voice right what's is oh, he Ma- yeah. is he from manchester i mean maybe he's but from that the wasn't manchester right. accent, was it? <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm Paddy McGuinness. Fucking hell! Yeah, look at me trousers. (laughs) Yeah, that's his catchphrase. Look at me trousers. Trousers. I'm Paddy McGuinness. Listen to me, Joax. I've written them on me trousers. Look at all these Joax. I've got them spilling out me balls. Joke bowls. <laughs> I've brought me bowls of jokes. Here's one. Doctor, doctor, why is there a cabbage on my head? Fucking dog put it there. <laughs> Joax. Because yeah. he's a surrealist comedian, isn't he? Pass me the Joax bowl. I've got another one in there. Full of Joax's bowl. <laughs> oh, no, these aren't Joax. These are just like questions with answers that don't make sense. How many crisps does it take to change a light bulb? Fucking hell, anyway. Dog! <laughs> it, weren't, it weren't a bowl of Joax. It was fucking alphabetic spaghetti. I'm making them up. <laughs> I'm just talking bollocks. 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 All right. Let's get back to the script, shall we? Now oh, we've had that it? nice little aside about Paddy McGinnis. <laughs> a man who neither of us know anything about. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure where he's from. We don't know what his catchphrase is. Yeah. And we've never watched his show, so we don't really know how it works. But you're pretty sure it's about 15 women choosing one man somehow. Right. I saw a clip of it on something. But I've not watched it. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, people, right? If you know how that show works mm. and you're thinking of writing in and telling us yeah, just don't um, because like after this conversation we're never going to care again we'll, we'll forget we've had it we, uh, yeah, and when we'll you start forget. writing and telling us the rules of, like, of that Paddy McGuinness show why are people telling us why do people think we like Paddy McGuinness yeah. I, no, I barely know who he is yeah. <laughs> we don't know what the show's called anyway so we won't even know you're talking about Paddy that's McGuinness you'll be true. like that the rules of, of so and so show are this so and so show that's a pretty good name yeah so and so show welcome it's me Paddy McGuinness welcome to so and so show that's me with my bowl of joax <laughs> look at me trousers <laughs> sounds pretty good I might watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll watch it it's, it's a shame we don't know what it's called <laughs> just going to sit flicking through all the channels <laughs> look at the so and so show is Paddy McGuinness. And why does he want you to look at his trousers? Is it because they're covered in blood after a witch cut his penis off? Find out next week on The Worst Writer in the World Worst Writer in the World Worst Writer in the World Worst Writer in the Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Best Writer in the World. Three. And thanks to all the people who entered our art challenge. Ooh. Namely, Dominic Maniti, Yaroslav Raniak, Katie Smith, 
Jeremy Shelton, Gareth Jones, Keith Railton, Neil Starkey, Josh Davies and Thomas Moore. But there could only be one winner and the winner was Howard Long, 31, from <laughs> Coville, Leicestershire for his yeah, yeah. brilliant picture of Squire Rufus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where you tried to offload your own, your own <laughs> disgusting behaviour on me. No, no, because the winner hasn't been chosen yet, has it, Howard? No. We will, in fact, choose the winner next week. Ooh. So you've still got another week to send in your artwork. Hooray. If you'd like to see all these pictures, there is an album on our Facebook group. All you've got to do is search Worst Writer in the World. And there's another reason to join that group, isn't there? Because Lots you've of been, reasons. Well, there's, yeah, there are loads of reasons, but here's a good one. Howard's been uploading pictures of some of the comics he made when he was a kid, uh, starring such great characters as Brill, Brill Banana, Banana. Yeah. and um, what else? <laughs> Rubbish Cucumber or something, I don't know. But Tommy Howard, the Terrible Tomato. Tommy the Terrible Tomato, yeah, yeah. Howard did some great comics. Thank you, yeah. That you I was the best comic the best comic writer, writer in the world, in the world. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that don't really work in audio form, so we're not going to be doing them in the podcast, but if you want to see them, you can see them on the Facebook group. Great, come join the group. Or if you want to spend some money and get loads and loads of stuff, then you can join our secret gang on patreon.com forward slash man by cow. You'll get the extended Rapunzel episodes and just a ridiculous amount of other really entertaining stuff that we make. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to send us your plot so far. See you next week. Bye. Bye. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.